Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. Today, I am so stoked because we have Stephanie Lee, the CEO and founder of Selfmade. Selfmade is hand-in-hand -hand with mental health experts. They pair physical products with behavioral concepts in order to build mindful micro-moments into your daily routine, rewriting what it means to care for the whole you. Through product experiences for face and body, they encourage you to layer intention into the moments that may otherwise pass you by. Think celebrating a mini win as you apply your face serum, scrubbing away self-doubt and dry skin in the shower, reclaiming the power of your own touch when you crawl into bed. I am so, so excited to have you, Stephanie, on The Vibe today. I would love it if you could introduce yourself, who you are, where you're from, where you went to school. Tell us about who Stephanie is before <laughs> we get deep. Thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Whatever you feel comfortable telling us about, and then we'll get into self-made and everything that comes with awesome. it. Awesome. No, thank you so much for that introduction. I mean, it's an interesting question to tell, tell about who I am, because I used to tell my resume, you know, like everyone's like, oh, I did this, I did that. And I've been trying to do this departure entirely because that's not who I am wholly. Um, but I am a former uh, Brooklynite. I just moved to Sonoma County to literally vineyards, um, cows, horses, and farmers out in um, California, just living a different life for my mental health. And, you know, we we're just talking about kind of like our lived experiences and um, I'm a pretty complex, complex, complicated person. That she is. But, yes, but damn proud of it. Yes. <laughs> um, and so now as the CEO, I am doing my first venture and scared shitless and proud every other day. Um, and then, you know, living out here, kind of exploring who I am, you know, now that the pandemic has turned us upside down and we're questioning what our quality of life is and what we need and what we want from life because um, life is certainly too short to be spending it doing mindless shit. So that's what I'm doing nowadays. <laughs> I love it. If you're ready to get into it, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So I guess where I really wanted to start is with something you actually said, and I quote, the pursuit of self-worth is not a solo game. It's a call to engage with humanity. It comes to us when we take a closer look at the relationship we have with ourselves and with others, and knowing that we are a work in progress every single day. That's powerful. I love this. I read this over and over again, and I just feel so seen every time I read it. Can you explain this thought of self-worth? Yeah, I think, at least in my experience as a lived experience, I don't like to like project onto other people, <clears throat> but my self-worth was always measured by somebody else's yardstick, if that makes sense. Like, whether it's like, shit, if I was like skinny enough, pretty enough, I looked white enough by the way i'm super asian <laughs> um, but i even had platinum blonde hair like whatever i could do right to get closer to like that ideal societal um idea of what success is from even just like my own career and like r deeply investing in that persona versus deeply investing in me and who i personally am you know, whether it was working for Michelle Obama at the White House or working at MAC Cosmetics and going to, you know, fashion shows and traveling and black cars and stuff like that, you know, that self-worth yardstick, if it's always measured by somebody else's yardstick, then it's never going to be enough. And so the question, you know, really around self-made, you know, the way that we've always seen it in the magazines is like self-made billionaire, this and that. But what does it actually take uh, to make yourself according to your own self? Because when we make decisions based on our authentic needs and wants, we increase our self-trust and that increases our self-worth. And so 
that is really what it's about is like our relationship to ourself and our relationship to others, because that's how we build and grow as people as we hold up mirrors to each other. I love that. And that leads me perfectly into what I have to say next, because I love that everything you say isn't just about yourself. It's about others. And I love that you advocate for self-care for everyone. And I quote again, carving out a safe space for black, indigenous people of color, women, non-binary folks is a priority. You guys have zero tolerance policy for any of the isms and recognize the lasting effects of systemic racism in our society. Representation matters. Be, I'm sorry, self-made aims for 66% of your partnerships to be with people with diverse racial and ethnic backgrounds. First of all, that's huge. I'm Colombian for anyone who can't hear this. So it's super, super, super important to have all pockets of everybody in there. And I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, we proudly support Black, Indigenous, people of color, vendors, and contractors. We believe in honoring and crediting self-care practices that have blossomed from communities of colors. You guys believe in thriving, um, lifting up voice, voices, and passing the mic, using collaboration, collaboration, which is super essential in a thriving community. I could not agree more with you on all of this, but especially on your ideas of collaboration and community. When was your major, like, aha moment for you? Where Was there ever, like, a, a change that was needed a while ago? Um, like, an experience? Um, for instance, I just had somebody last week who... Um, all she works for this company, and she had an experience where someone actually like racially, um, said someone said something really racist to her, and she was like, "This is why I'm starting this company." Like, and that was her like aha like moment of being like, "I've had enough," and yeah, she was like, yeah. "I'm changing this for the the world that she was the marketing world she was working in for her." So, was there ever an aha moment for you where you were like, "All right." we're getting down to this. I want to change the way that things like are and make it more about for everyone, not just one type of person. Was there an experience? She had a really insane story of like someone basically saying that she had slave blood. And and, that hurts my heart. You need to listen to the episode. It's great. But she said that and I say that knowing that she said it's okay that I said it. And I say that only because that really, like, did something to her, like, mentally. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like that someone would compare her in that way, saying that she was more capable than somebody else because she came from... It was just absurd. So was there, for you, ever a moment... Like, for her, she was like, I'll never forget. She's like, I can pinpoint the day where I quit, decided that this is what I'm going to do, and that was that. I mean, well, first of all, what a traumatic thing. I unfortunately know how that feels (laughs) you know yeah you know as a person of color and um a female presenting person like society already puts a lens on us like the moment i was born society already puts a lens on us so it's rather than like aha moments it's probably been like a compilation of moments right like lived experiences of like the fact that i was bullied you know in middle school i still in therapy visit that because it was so central to that story about like that I that runs in my head that's like I'm invisible I'm unimportant you know and so from that to we were talking about a huge breakup you know my ex-husband having an affair with our neighbor reinforces that feeling I'm invisible I'm unimportant you can literally throw me away you know to the microaggressions that I've experienced throughout work you know, I'm, because I'm Asian, I'm supposed to be good at math, like the funny ones to the, to the ones really where it's like, 
I am literally invisible in this room. Like what I say is not important. And so leading up to doing this, I actually was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I'm going to go explore the world by myself. I'm going to quit my corporate job. I'm going to get rid of, rid of the like addictive every two weeks paycheck and the safety net of a health of health insurance. And I'm going to go out in the world and really learn how to take care of my whole self when I'm just by myself. I'm going to go reckon with vulnerability. I'm going to go reckon with uncertainty and I'm going to be the most vulnerable I can possibly be. So I did 11 countries, 16 states across the world from like, yeah, it was incredible. Like every person should take the time to do this by themselves. If you want to feel confident in yourself, learn how to make your own fucking fire. Go meet somebody like a stranger and connect with them across the world and talk about something deep and you will feel a belonging like no other. And so it really did help me kind of create this um, perspective to build this business because I intentionally went out there to work on my mental health and emotional well-being. I intentionally went out in the world to speak to women across the world about their own mental health, their own feelings of self-worth. And, you know, as much as our country is like, yeah, like we're diversity, individual, individualism, it was so incredible to talk to people about these things because we all feel joy and sadness and excitement and loneliness and fear. And those same, that sameness is actually what connects us. And so to actually feel belonging for the first time in this way, my whole entire life um, was really incredible. And so how do I create that for other people? How do they feel seen in a deeper way than just like the way they look like, but for what their thoughts and opinions and stories are, I think is a really incredibly powerfully validating thing. And so, you know, when we talk about business, everyone's like, you know, women, we need to pull up seats to the table. People of color, we need to pull up seats to the table. I think that's bullshit. It's like, how do we create a completely different table that was built for us? Right. Because if we continue to vie for the same two chairs of somebody else's table, that continually puts me against you, me against every other person of color or black indigenous person out there and still leaves the same power dynamic where we are the minority fighting for whatever it is. And so I think the mentality of the business is how do we create a table where people feel seen and heard that looks like no other table that's existed before? I couldn't agree more with you on that. And you know how like two years ago when the Black, I mean, the Black Lives Matter movement has yes. been here for a very long time, but two years yes, ago. Yes. Um, and there were so many, I feel like, um, groups that had been made to be, um, I guess, a handhold to help people create a more diverse uh business and whatnot Mm -hmm. and i actually saw one company i'm not i'm not naming any companies but i saw one company who did try to like you know really make their their vibe way more inclusive and whatever and then i saw this girl who's very very into this and she was like just calling out all these brands who tried two years ago but today they're back to where they were whatever and she pointed out this one and it was The first time in so long that I was like, wow, wow, you're literally just making sure you have one person of color just to make sure that no one like comes for you. And that's a crazy, crazy thing. And it's something that you can tell. 
It's not like, oh, like, it's just so, it, the way you just said it was, like, so spot on, and it's, like, so crazy that people aren't, like, realizing this isn't, like, just a two-year thing or a three-year, it's a lifetime. We are humans. The same way I wrote, yep. told you in the letter, like, I exist, like, people yep. exist, no yes, matter what. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, and I think humanity is the most important thing, and, you know, this self-made is built off of social justice um, footprint, And so when we think about it, like, especially within wellness and beauty and all that stuff, like the way that we're marketed to is like, if you know, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like physiological safety, love and belonging, self-esteem and self-actualization. Yeah. Most brands um, talk about from love and belonging up to self-actualization. But if you're speaking to people like you and me and where our parents came from and immigrants and friends who, you know, my friends um, whose skin tones range like Starbucks coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you're like, it's all ombre and then so. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That then, you know, we have to pay attention to the physiological parts, the safety parts, you know. We don't get access to those things. And if you're not talking about those things, you're ignoring a huge part of our population that might not feel safe, that may not know where their next meal comes from or have, you know, or experience trauma, you know, generational yeah, trauma, yeah. you know, and I think like it's a huge disservice to not even pay attention to those parts that affect us at our core and the most simple parts of our humanness. Um, and I really do think that that movement towards self-actualization almost actually has nothing to do with self as much as it has to do with ourselves in relationship to humanity. How are yeah. we serving a higher purpose? And so I know I'm speaking very like hippie. No, you know, you're not. <laughs> you're not because so many people like this is why I have this podcast is because so many people don't like you and I may be talking hippie-ish, but to someone else like this is unknown. They've never heard something like talking like this so so like to you and I yes sure maybe you sound hippity dippity and whatnot but like it's not it's real and it's facts and it's truth and I think right now more than anything people want to hear hippy dippy anything hopeful anything great anything tell me about it do you know what I mean like right now like we do need to have positive even even you letting me know that I seem like I'm in good spirits like I need to hear that we need to like people need to hear a little hippie vibe of a thing and get get on that train sometimes people need that totally well then I'm gonna I'll text you when I'm next time I'm feeling uh down which was actually this morning so that's why I appreciated our conversation like doing a business in this way like authentically and trying to make change in a way that hopefully is real rather than like performative as we've just spoken about it's really hard, you know, it's almost like the, the table is stacked against, you know, s- small businesses or the fact that, like, I've never had to tap into my resilience more than doing this business, you know, like, there's no one at the top saying, like, oh, Stephanie, you're doing a good job, keep going, like, I have to do that right. for myself, and I imagine, you know, me too. Well, that's why I think it's important for us to have a talk before because like, I don't want anyone to do anything if they're not feeling in the right headspace. It's kind of like how we were talking about before just like putting yourself out there. I don't want to put myself out there when I'm not like, really me, you know, Yeah. Yeah, like the like full Monty. So for me, it's important to like, I have totally had podcasts where the person and I just didn't vibe. And I'm like, Mm. well, I really should have talked to them before. And like, maybe realize that we're wasting each other's time and that's also 
what we were saying before, communication is key. Like, you have to be able to, and read each other. And you and I, we could have talked forever. We literally, you literally had to be like, so should we just chat and podcast another time or this? And that's how you know that, that like, even when you're saying go meet someone across the world, like, maybe in a, in a time like now, you and I just met at yeah. 45 minutes ago. We talked about literally all of our hardships and heartbreaks and everything within a minute. Like that is vulnerability. I do think you're running your company amazing. I think the way that you put in your, that you put yourself out there and the way that you're so honest with me and I'm sure you're like that with a lot of other people as well because it's only helpful, not hurtful. Yeah. Like being well, real, being real with each other and being like, yo, this didn't work out for me and this didn't work out for me and you and I both don't know anything about each other. No, I don't know your favorite color. I don't even know what your bottom half looks like. <laughs> I mean, but you do know what my sweaters look like. <laughs> but you know what your closet looks like from this point on. But it's absolutely true. It's like, it's been so interesting because I think, you know, we're talking about with COVID, it's like everyone's shaking up their lives. Like what really matters now is like, how do we create human connection when we only get a screen or we're six feet away, right? Like life is too short to be talking about the weather and life is certainly too long to only be talking about the weather right you know and so like I very much appreciate you know getting down like in the nitty-gritty stuff because you know when I was going through my mental health crisis we're, we're talking about earlier like I didn't have any role models for people who were like speaking their truth I certainly didn't have any Asian role models like outspoken dropping f-bombs and talking yeah. about their you know like I didn't have role models. And so I think for me, it's like, you know, I'm not trying to be like the face of this brand whatsoever. <laughs> it's totally. more, it's, it's less about one person. It's about all of us and like all of our voices and our, all of our lived experiences kind of like moving us towards a new way of interacting and speaking much more vulnerably, even if it feels uncomfortable. Totally. And just bringing it back to collaborating in community. And I only bring this up because you and I are collaborating right now and we are in our own communities. Yes. And I think, and also you're in California, I'm in Miami. So it's just like, again, goes to show like when you are willing to like do the work, drive forces, meet the right people, like uh, uh, mind you, this all happened out of like truly like a spiff of a moment like it just it just happened and that's how I really do believe magic happens like I had to reach out I had to reach out to Gia right away and I had to know who you were and I was like I need to talk to Stephanie I need to we need to do this because when someone first of all when someone ever sends me anything I'm grateful beyond belief but when someone sends me something with true intentional purpose and I feel it and I've used the products every day and then I was like okay now I have every right to reach out and be like so we're on the same vibe because I've been using your vibe all week. <laughs> so with that being said, I would love if we could get talking about the healthy habit set and common room. And I would also mind, don't, if you don't mind, if I could just, I was going to kind of put these in two separate, but I want to put them in one. So first, obviously I was telling you before that the scalp and body scrub has been amazing. I'm obsessed with it. The sweatshirt is beyond. It's like the vintage coziest exactly what you need when you're like either feeling not in the mood or feeling so in the mood to be comfy it's amazing and it was just like the best like care package energy stickers like anything that that could spark joy it did for me for me and you know the 
it's it's that you I love that you created a vibe for me like I literally put that bandana on I put the sweatshirt on I put the stickers on my notebook (laughs) it was like no but it was like for a moment it was just like me doing me and then throughout the week I was using your products and I was like wow like I was doing it with intent like I was like yeah all right what no I was like you know the other day I was having a really bad day and I was like all right I'm taking a deep shower and like I'm using that scrub and I'm literally gonna scrub off what no longer serves me anymore like I need like I'm getting this shit off of me and like it's gonna come off and I'm gonna be pristine and that's how I really felt afterwards I was even telling you about like my head and my body and whatever yeah it's like I love self-care and I don't know how many people like really look at it the way that you and I do as like physical, mental, all of the things. Yep. Yep. But you know, even with that, when I went onto your common room app that I know is it still in beta and whatnot, um, yep. I explored and I checked it out and I loved how it was set up. Um, I love that you get to decide how you want to feel and are feeling. And I think it's brilliant with everything you do. The aesthetic is beyond pleasing. It reminds you of getting my aura red. <laughs> And then, and, you know, it, it, I'll let you know that the answer that I ended up getting, not the answer, I'll tell you one thing, one of the gifts that I thought was amazing that I put in here was, um, it was like, what vibe reminds you of yourself today? And it was a gif of one of the South Park characters, like, laying in bed being like, like, no, and like, and like, I was like, honestly like I don't have any better like it was just so perfectly like tailored I was like I couldn't have dreamt this up myself so with all of that being said I would love it if you could tell us like I know it's a loaded question but creating self-made creating the common room app like these products why you chose these three like like just dive into it yeah 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 well a I love hearing about your experience because that's perfectly it and you know with the common room stuff it's in beta and we are actually deep knee deep and working with our partner to upgrade that experience um because you know I'm not a tech person whatsoever that's that was my first <laughs> attempt it's <laughs> hard well that's what I'm letting you know it's it first of all it's aesthetically pleasing and it's 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 you do, you're doing great honey I'm tr- I'm <laughs> you're doing great sweetie <laughs> Um, But, you know, for me, what I realized about the self-care, like, industrial complex that's been happening is that it's only been skin surface, you know, like, how do you actually, like, take these moments when you're, you know, when I used to wake up, you, you literally jump out of bed because your alarm wakes you up or your dog wakes you up, you slap something on your face, you throw your clothes on and you, like, hurry off to work. And so, you know, for me it was really important to meet people where they already are at their vanity in their showers on their nightstands, because that's how often you should be thinking about your emotional well-being. Emotional well-being wasn't even a thing that we talked about, you know, like mental health. Yes. A little bit emotional well-being like emotions. Ugh, those are scary. But if you start where you are most safe, which is your bathroom, your bedroom, and you really be able to like, use the serum, touch your face. And secure attachment comfort serum is really about attachment styles. Mm -hmm. Like how do you create trust, safety, and comfort in the relationship with yourself? Because that's the template of how you do it with other people, whether it's your friends or romantic partner. And so with secure attachment, it like has like incredible hydrating properties. Um, It actually has an active ingredient that lowers your stress hormone in your skin. And so when you feel anxious and insecure and securely attached, like maybe you're waiting for your crush to call, or maybe you're going through, 
you know, unfortunate breakup as you and I have shared about. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Your anxiety is high, which, in, you know, increases your stress. And so how do you, how do you take care of not just your skin? That's your largest organ, good or bad, or looks good or feels bad. How do you make it healthy is the number one question. How do you create intentionality about how you touch yourself and treat yourself? Because that is the template for how you deserve to be t t touched, how you deserve to be treated. So how do you do that for yourself? You know, whether it's at your vanity or even in your shower as you're talking about true grit, you know, self-touch is a form of self-care. Yeah. And when we're in COVID and no one can touch you or we're scared of touch nowadays, like how do you do it for yourself in the most loving, gentle way, um, I think is really incredibly important. And then for self, for, um, true grit, it's really about resilience and resilience is that ability to bounce back no matter what the obstacle is. And so even those beads and there's fruit AHGs in there, you know, you're creating friction. Yeah. And Friction is a scary, used to be a scary thing, but that's actually how you grow, you know? And so being able to like restore after creating friction for yourself, I think is a really powerful thing too. And so, you know, it's, for me, it was so important to touch on these really human aspects from attachment to resilience, to even emotional intimacy. And so our third product that we came out with, um, is, uh, called self-disclosure intimacy serum and it's not about physical intimacy as much as it's about emotional intimacy how do you create closeness with yourself and that closeness it's called self-disclosing is the action behind intimacy and so that's how do you share your like innermost thoughts feelings opinions stories with yourself first honestly so that you can learn to speak those out loud and create closeness with others and so it's been really incredible to create these products and the common room is really centered around these three products about how do you self-explore and ask yourself and get self-curious within these aspects. You know, I love doing a, like a, a meditation app. I love going to therapy, but what I found hardest is like, how do I explore and learn specifically about relationships how do i explore and learn specifically about tapping into my own resilience and communal resilience okay. how do i specifically learn how to create closeness i didn't learn it in school like your mom sounds fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> some of that but like you know i didn't get get those things growing up i certainly didn't learn it in school and so like i had to learn those things after my mental health crisis and those were the building blocks and so every product that we have will always center around something so human to us which are these behavioral pieces which are these um skill sets emotional skill sets um and so it is almost so natural because they're so part of how we are as humans and how we relate to each other well you know what that was honestly i i don't have anything to say because you just <laughs> shocked me insanely and i think that that is going to resonate so well with so many people because so many people i think like i said to you they think of skincare routine they don't think about how mind body soul absolutely absolutely and i think like when you put it that that way when I, the way i was saying i was literally scrubbing the shit off of me that no, no longer like i don't think people like when i have my routine i'm having a routine because i feel something that yep. needs to be going down and i think people need to like people need to people need to be more on the self-made um journey because i think <laughs> the way everyone. the way that you express it couldn't be a better way to for people to understand like you're 
it's kind of like therapy for your, you know, like you're giving yourself time to love yourself, take care of yourself. Like I said to you in that email I wrote, like you can't love someone else until you really love yourself. 100%. And I was so tired of like seeing these like Instagram things. That's like, live your best life, like love yourself, all this shit. And I'm like, how? Like in my deepest depression, I'm sitting there on Instagram being like, how the fuck do I do that? You know? And this was the answer to it uh, for me, right? Is like taking something that we use every single day and putting like purpose and meaning behind it. And like routines and habits are just actions. But when you create a ritual for yourself, it is a string of those actions plus intention. And like doing those every single day to celebrate yourself for nobody else except yourself, I think is one of the most important acts you can do when you get out of bed. So that's kind of at least how I'm trying to like figure out. I love out my it. Own I mean, like, right? I feel like you and I live live very similar ritual lives. So it's probably tough for you and I to be, we're both like on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, but somebody yeah. else, I sure hope they hear this and they're thinking, wow, let me intentionally clean myself today with the intentions of this happened today. So I'm going to express it this way to myself. And again, there's so many times I think to myself, and my therapist, always says to me there's been sessions where she's like we don't need to talk like you're good on your own like you can figure this one out by yourself and it is so true there are times where it's like you really can tap in to yourself to what's needed alone the way we're saying we both love our alone time sometimes and get to the bottom of it like on your own in a nice way to kind way to yourself Absolutely. Absolutely. Because even like I had to learn that like my therapist isn't God. Right? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I also had. To I love her. Me. Yeah. 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 She's great. She saved my life. She's exactly. <laughs> but, she's the best thing that's ever happened. But. <laughs> but I'll probably invite her to my next wedding. <laughs> but. But human, very much human, not God. And the same thing goes for like every like guru out there, every authority out there, like the best connection that I that I've at least ever made and probably you is the one that I've made myself not because someone told me like oh Stephanie you're depressed I'm like fuck off right like it's the connection I've made for myself and the action that I've taken when I went um traveling around the world I stopped in Thailand and uh for a month and it was an incredible experience aside from eating everything I could possibly see I went to um like a healing I'm putting in quotes retreat mm-hmm. And it was kind of like this, like the pinnacle of the time of like how the wellness industry takes advantage of vulnerable people. Everyone around me was similar to me in the fact that they quit their corporate jobs. They're very vulnerable. They're searching for the next thing. Most of us are searching. We're just searching, right? For what makes us happy, what brings us joy. And that's a very vulnerable spot to be in. And so it was really interesting to be here because number one, most of the people being served food like me were actually white and the people serving me food i looked more like them than anybody else right so that was something interesting to me and then additionally we sat like in the circle like around a fire and the leaders of this were just folks that wanted to create this like there's yoga there's vegan food um you know it's obviously in a beautiful place all that stuff but it was really interesting about how they treated folks in this circle because they were saying, like, share your most vulnerable self and then acting as a guru to say, oh, that's not right. Do this instead. You should do this. You need to do this. Anyone that ever says, 
should, even myself, whenever I say should, I know that's not me speaking. I know that's somebody else speaking. So I try to stay away from the shoulds. But I realized, I was like, anybody that tells you that you are not feeling the way that you should feel is absolutely wrong because you know yourself best. Mm -hmm. This world will always take from you and always trying to divert you from the path. And as long as you know, like know thyself, right? And stick with path, the path, which is the theme of your life, super hippy dippy, you cannot go wrong. Right. You can divert from the path. Totally have done that. Slept with the wrong people. Like went on (laughs) like unfortunate (laughs) adventures. But come back to the path, come back to yourself, ground in yourself. And this is really where that skincare routine comes from. When you are touching yourself, when you are standing there in front of the mirror, looking into your own eyes, that is grounding in yourself. Come back to yourself and you can't do wrong. I love that. I feel like I am in therapy right now. And like, I literally, no, no, no. In the best way possible. I'm like, yes, 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 (laughs) definitely. (laughs) So I was going to ask you, um, what were the challenge with the most challenging and most rewarding aspects, but I decided to nip those in the bud. And I want to ask you this instead. What would you say to your 15 year old self knowing what you know now, especially when it comes to self-care, confidence and inclusion in the world? Oh my gosh. That one's hard. <laughs> 15 is a hard age. I know, but it's the age, it's the age where like, when you talk, I didn't even know you when I start again, I didn't even know you were bullied. I didn't know anything, but coming to that age where you said yeah. that you felt bullied and whatnot now, I didn't even know that I had this written oh, two <laughs> weeks ago. So now let's go back to your fifth. What would you tell your 15 year old self? You being a mom now that you know, what would you tell you're not, not that you're a mom. You're not a mom yet. But when you, now, now, now that you're like, you have two dogs, you, you yeah. know, you've, you've experienced some shit. What would you tell your 15 year old self? Well, I would definitely say, well, first of all, I do this in therapy now. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> part of the, part of the therapy I'm doing is called EMDR. Yeah. I've done EMDR. Have, you've done it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Your brain is so incredible, right? So incredible. It, revisiting traumatic experiences. So even when you're speaking about the bullying, like I remember specifically being on the bus, being bullied and I'm like fucking trapped, right? And part of it is like, my therapist will be like, sit next to your little self, hug your little self. And that's when like the tears will come. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think part I would hug myself, give myself what I didn't have at the time, which was like that comfort and safety. And I would say that things right now are really hard um and that's okay to feel this way and to to sit in it but also know that like you're worthy no matter what because you were born and there will be a day you know that you will actually feel that and embrace that but for now like like trust in yourself like and I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that it hurts so much. You know, I was like literally speaking to my neighbor the other day. She's uh, much older than me. My only friend out here in the countryside. (laughs) And she has like two children that are out of college. And I'm like, does life get any easier? And she's like, nope. (laughs) I love that though. I love real people. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But we talked about the fact that if we practice this work, right, the self-empathy with ourselves and we practice like these obstacles, um, that life doesn't get easier, but how we approach it gets more like in tune with 
are like how we can approach it in terms of like it's just easier how we do it right yeah and even like we're kind of talking about like you're asking like oh gosh like how did you like get married for the second time how did you allow, allow that in I had to really think about dating and everyone coming into my life as practice yeah. I'm just practicing for the for the real thing you know and I made tons of mistakes and I learned tons of things from every relationship and I think that's what we're we're doing here in relationships we're holding up mirrors to each other and hopefully we see the see the same thing and so I think yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of going on a tangent. No, I love that. I, I that's that's what this is for. It's to just go on a tangent. So you know, to close this out, what's the biggest thing you want people to take away from this episode? Whether that's more self love, inclusion, collaboration, to take care of yourself more. What would you really want people to take away from this? You're not alone. Perfect answer. That's something every, it's something we all need to hear. It's something we all need to hear. And it's so true. And it's, you know, some people, I feel like when I ask them that question, they, they feel the need to have like a paragraph answer. And I'm like, it could be hi. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it could be something like that. So like, thank you because I need to hear that I'm not alone a lot. And I'm sure anybody who's listening needs to hear that as well. So Stephanie, I really appreciate you coming on the vibe. You are truly a light, truly someone I know I'm definitely going to be sending videos of my dog to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally holding up the mirror to you because you, like, like I said, I woke up in kind of like a shit mood and I feel so much lighter. I feel so much more seen and you are a light. Thank you so much for making space for hard conversations and like, like the real shit. There needs to be more of this in this way where it feels like, you know, we're connecting on a deeper level versus like, what's the weather and what are we wearing today? Like, thank you so much. And, you know, I'm, I admire and I'm proud. I like, I I think it sounds weird, but like, I'm proud of you for like doing the hard shit and like remaining like super authentic to who you are, even if it fucking hurts. I literally can never get through one episode without crying. I was like, I almost made it. She almost made it. No, it's seriously. Thank you. I, I, like I said to you, I believe that we attract each other for certain reasons and I was meant to meet you and talk to you in whatever form. And I know I made a friend out of this and I feel, I don't feel alone. And believe me, if there's anything I got is thank you for like telling me about your world and your life and your experiences so that I don't feel as alone and that I don't feel as scared to like move on or whatnot I think so many people listening will feel that same feeling so thank you and Stephanie can't wait to have this continued friendship you really are amazing and everyone follow self-made I will be posting all their products I'll be making sure that everything is in the link in the description and I love you (laughs) I just had to say it I'm like I love her (laughs) I'm holding space for that (laughs) have a beautiful day my love thank you so much for coming on the vibe and everyone have the vibiest day